Amen. Praise God on today for his word. Today is 18 April 2021. Pastor Eric Fletcher coming to you live and online using Restream. Today we want to talk about saved by grace, not by works. Let's pray really quick. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the ultimate sacrifice of your son, Jesus. Lord God, let this word penetrate through the airways that someone will hear it and know that this is your word, that it's a relevant word, a right now word, that your logos or logos will penetrate through the airways to create, create a situation of Logos word, a relevant word, a right now word. And so we thank you and we praise you right now in the name of Jesus. And so we just want to have the talk. I don't have a fancy outline or dissection of scripture, but what does uh, save by grace uh, mean? Let's look at that and, and not by works. Well, if you confess with your mouth, and in Romans, it talks about if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and you make him the Lord of your life, you're, you're saved at that point. You're saved. Um, there's no good deeds that you can do. Uh, there's no uh, showing up for church and doing the trash and, uh, you know, working in the church. That's not going to save you. Because we're saved and we love God, we are servants. And so um, that influence of our salvation, uh, that people see the spirit of God within us, that's our witness and our testimonial. And so when we set ourselves up in a place <clears throat> where it's relevant that we serve, it's, it's important that we serve. Um, but the grace of God not works has captured us and has saved us. And I have the scripture of uh, Ephesians 2 and 8, 2, 1 through 8. And what it does here, it addresses from the context of the old man and what you used to do and what you used to be. Uh, but God has, has given us through Jesus. He said that I have come that ye might have life and that more abundantly. And so sin, sickness, and death has not a a a toehold um, over us. It doesn't have a wedge over us. It doesn't have a, a argument in the fight anymore because of what Jesus did and the finished works on the cross. And before I get to Ephesians two one through eight, <clears throat> I, I want to share um, some other things. And 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 as we are saved, this trials and temptation and things that will come our way. And a, a good place to start as any is in James <clears throat> and in James one and eight. And then there's a lot of scripture about saving by grace in, in Romans. And we'll get to that. And we want to compare and contrast what Ephesians two, one and eight is saying. So I, I got to move fast here. A lot of, a lot of just scriptures and everything. But in times past, we operated in the physical. We operated on just what we saw and, 
and, and you know, we, we arrived on the scene and we operated in, in what we were taught and, and what people told us and what people sold us. But because God gave his only son and he said that I've come that he might have life and that more abundantly, <clears throat> he redeemed us from the curse of death, hell, and the grave. He made things right and he gave us a mindset and a disposition that we don't have to uh, wrestle and, and, and corrupt ourselves with the vices of the world. And because we don't, and, and so Romans, well, not Romans yet, but James 1, 2 through 8 says, my brethren, count it all joy that ye fall into divers temptations. This, this is after you've been saved and this is after you prayed up to stay up and after you have read up to keep up and after you have invited the Holy Spirit into your uh, inner dwelling and you have experienced the rebirth process. That's what this is addressing. It says knowing and two, it says in James one and two, uh, well, we got three now. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. So in, in the areas we are still, like I said, we're under grace and we're saved by faith. I didn't say that before, but we're saved by grace, not by works, not by uh, tiddly winks, not by um, 21,000 religious rituals or an intermediary other than Jesus Christ. And so there's a, a working that's going to take place. And four says, let us and let patience have her perfect work. We are a work in progress and God is making us over. He's he's filling us and he's working us through the process and the mandate that he's placed over our lives. And as he told the prophet to go down to the potter's house, and he said, I am the potter and you are the clay. And so there's a trying and, and there's a making, right? And, and until we let patience have its perfect way, we don't pray for patience, we don't look for patience, that ye may per be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. The perfection aspect is meeting Christ. And when you meet Christ, you wanna say yes to the mandate and the assignment. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. So you wanna yield and submit. You wanna be obedient to the word of God. And then there's an enlightening process that takes place that identifies you and, and it's like a DNA marker. You are marked by God. And so you are not your own and, and you don't tussle and fight with, with the fleshly things but you go and you go into your secret place and you lay aside the weight of the world and the physical things that would try to easily beset you. And you position yourself prostrate before the Lord God and you go in and, and the mercy seat is there and you cry out and then you listen and, and you hear the latent word of God that's already been recorded about you and concerning you since the beginning of, well, before the beginning of time. And he's going to repeat to you the same thing. Hallelujah. And he's going to let you know that he knew you. And so 
He has a plan of salvation for your life under the umbrella of Jesus Christ. And so under him, the name of Jesus and in the area of salvation, there's a perfection that takes place that only God can do through Jesus within us. And once we obtain that area of responsibility as true disciples, we want for nothing, glory to God, because we know that we're serving, we are obedient and we're serving um, the ancient of days, the alpha and the omega, the all sufficiency one for us and what we need. And so he is our father, he is Abba. And so we have a need or want for nothing. And then five says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. We're up under the area of grace. And if you're struggling in an area, you need to go right now before God and say, God, I'm tired of allowing this mindset of sin domination to take place over my life. Glory. <laughs> and God, renew in me a right mind. Renew my spirit. Allow me, Father, um, to learn from you and to interconnect with your spirit and learn and let the mind of Christ Jesus be in me also in the form Hallelujah, in the lineage and in the place. And so we let God and we ask him for wisdom that he giveth all men liberally. Amen. He doesn't hold back when you ask. And then and unbridleth, bridleth not. There's no hidden. There's no sifting. Everything is available to you but it's the comprehension within your spirit, man, when you link up with his spirit, man. And that's the process of salvation and enlightenment of the eyes of our understanding. That's when he began to renew in us and make in us the right provision and the right place and to renew our mind. And, and, and we become all things new and the old man has not dominance over us anymore. And so we ask him and it shall be given him. And when we ask, he will give us a man. It starts with salvation, acknowledging Christ. When we ask and when we go in and then six tells us in James one and six, it says, let him ask in faith, just like you proclaim Jesus Christ over your Lord and uh, over your life as Lord and Savior by his grace and by our faith and what we believe in him not wavering. So I remember going down to the altar as a young man and I truly believe that I had given myself to the Lord God and I wanted to be baptized and to be renewed. And it's about the same age that my children are right now. And uh, they we had lessons about baptism and 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 what it means to be we reborn and reform it's not uh you know uh regeneration by birth you burn, born a human and then the next life you're born a dog or a worm it's none of that stuff and so but god gives us liberally and as we should ask but let him ask in faith not wavering not here, they're not double-minded, 
It says, for he that wavereth is like a wave on the sea, driven with the wind back and forth, back and forth. We're saved by grace. And that's it. And, and what we believe in our heart and the profession of our faith doesn't matter if you go and and you're doing ritualistic things and yeah, I go to church, but have you accepted Christ? It's by grace, not by worse and not by what anyone says, but God in your relationship. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of God. Amen. So we have to be absolute in what we believe. Amen. It says here, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You're saved by grace, not by works. Jesus did the work so that we can be saved by grace. Jesus took the beat down from the seat down so that we can confess him as Lord over our life. Amen. And so we kind of went through that uh, in James, talking about being driven and, and being persecuted. We want to look at in Romans, talk about Romans, and what does Romans have to say about grace and about salvation? Romans 3 and 24 says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, by his grace, by his grace, by his grace, being justified by his grace, his unmerited favor, his unmerited movement to allow us uh, opportunity over and over to get it right. The opportunity to grow and <coughs> excuse me, grow in relationship with Christ Jesus through the redemption. We've been reborn. We've been redeemed. If you have accepted Christ as Lord over your life. And I heard a preacher say today, he is just not a good teacher but by him, in him, and through him, we have been reborn and rebirthed into a new man. The old man has been crucified and died over 2,000 years ago when Christ gave up the ghost. And so we are redemption, reborn, rebirth in Jesus Christ, no other name can do that. We don't have to go and, and shine shoes. We don't have to go and clean the church. You desire to do that, that's fine, but that's not a precursor for your salvation under grace. Romans 4 and 16 tells us, therefore, it is by faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, the promise, the promise that was given to Abraham, the promise that flowed down through generations, not to that only which is of the law, right? It's for everybody, Lottie Dottie, everybody, but to that also which is 
of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. In Genesis about 20 or 22 chapter, God goes in and he, see, <coughs> he talks to Abraham and he lets him know because of his faithfulness and because he believed God that his, his seed would uh, be like the, the stars in the sky. Not only that, he also told him that uh, your seed is going to greatly exceed like the, the sand um, upon the earth. And so because of Abraham, because he believed God, because he presented his son in obedience to God, and, and because God saw that example, he had already set us up that Jesus would pay the full bill, that Jesus would be the instrument and the object to rebirth us and redeem us and take us back to the original mindset relative before Adam ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He's a good father and he wants us to have full provision. Glory to God. So I'm going to read one more because I got a couple of more here and then we're going to get to that other text. It says here, by whom also we have access by faith. So we have access because of our faith in the finished work of the cross, we have access into this grace with wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, the hope in the glory of God, the glory of God, the glory that was released at Calvary's cross. And then the victory after the third day when Christ rose, oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, grave, where is your sting? I think I got those words kind of traversed there. But on the third day, he rose up and he was on the earth for 40 days, giving us the understanding, the realizing. And when he ascended up, it ushered in that dispensation of grace that we are upon there, the unmerited favor. We didn't have to work and do nothing. We didn't have to offer up a sacrificial lamb. We didn't have to pay a critical price for the grace that has been extended to us. All right, so now we're ready for Ephesians 2, 1 and 8, and I'm gonna go through this really quick. And so in times past, we had to struggle. In times past, before the new birth process, we didn't know. We weren't enlightened. We just did things according to what we were taught, did things according to what conversations and vain conversations around others. We did things based upon the naturalness of our mind and what our bodies were feeling. But God has another plan for us. He has a strategy laid out. He has anointed you he has commissioned you and he has given you a role, a title to play, a role to play in his kingdom. And so here it says in Ephesians 2, so it says, and he hath quickened us. Well, there's a calling card within us, which is his Holy Spirit. 
which give us a quickening or an awareness of who we is, who were dead in trespass and sins. Amen. And he hath quickened us who were, we were dead in trespass and sin, but thanks be to God for what he has done, wherein in time past, we walk according to the course of the world. We did whatever we wanted to do, lotty dotty. If we were fighting, we was fighting. If you was drinking, you was drinking. If you was lying, you was lying. If you was whoremongering, you was whoremongering. If you was mismanaging your money, hallelujah. If you was after the things of the world, but now you are a new creation, a new creature. According to the prince of the power of the air, you serve glory to God, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, in the children of perdition, uh, relative to the world system. Amen. You serve the prince of the air. You serve the devil. You serve demonic influences, whether you knew it or not. Then three says here, among whom also we have all had our conversations in time past in the lusts of our flesh. Friday night just got paid. What I'm going to do, I'm going to party and get laid, right? So your conversation and your mindset was on drinking, uh, going to the club and hanging out, glory to God. But as you are a new creation and you are under the cover of the Holy Ghost, you have a renewed spirit and you are under his grace. And so the word tells us that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Amen. Searching all of the inner word parts of who we are to bring out that final product, that perfect product mm -hmm. under the authority of Christ Jesus and the making over of the redemption power to reset you back to the original intention that God has for you. Amen. Among whom also we had our conversations in the lust of the flesh. Amen. I skipped some times past in the lust of the flesh, following the desires of flesh and of the mind and whereby the the nature of the children of wrath, even as others. We did what the world did. If we, if someone upset us, we fought. If someone cheated us, we was going to get them back. Now, I'm not telling you to be a pushover now that you're up under Christ Jesus. Amen. But, but justice is going to serve itself. You don't deviate from the course of God because to pay someone back. Amen. You share it with them, let them know, and you continue forward in your assignment with God. Don't let wavering and double-mindedness and things get you off the path that God has for you or that the enemy is diverting you. And then four says, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us his mercy. He loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. Even when we were dead in sins, even when we was on our way to hell bound. And I don't usually say this, but you can hear this. Some people say on your way to hell, 
with gasoline on your clothes. We'll say it that way. <laughs> Jesus and God who is rich. Amen. I'm glad that he's rich. I'm glad that he made a way with Jesus Christ and him crucified and him resurrected. I'm so glad that he spoke to my spirit one day and he let me know that I needed Jesus in my life. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that I could not work off that sin debt that was uh, upon me. Nothing but the blood and the body broken of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And it says here, yes, and five, even though we were dead to sins, he has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, ye are saved. By grace, ye are saved. And have raised us up together. We are together in Christ Jesus. We have been adopted. We have been grafted in. We have been intertwined with the very character and essence of who Christ is, who is seated at the right hand of the Father. Father, they belong to me. Father, they, they are a part of who I am. Uh, they covered. They, I am the Lord over their life, and, and the blood of Jesus prevails and has made a right position and a right choice for you to move forward and to activate the things of God for your life. And he says here, he has raised us up together and made us sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. We are seated at the right hand upon the authority of Jesus Christ by his grace. We didn't do anything to warrant it. We didn't do anything to deserve it. We're the seed of Abraham by his faith and by God's word and promise. Seven says that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace, abundance of his grace. Grace is like the favor of God in action. Glory to God in his kindness toward us through Jesus Christ. It's coming, it's, it's evolving, it's bubbling up. Trust in the Lord God, Jehovah, trust in him. And by faith, you'll see the high places lifted up. You will see by faith that sickness and disease is nigh thee, it's not close to thee. The sicknesses and disease is not nigh thee. It's not close to you, but it's a distance. It's far away. And then eight says in Ephesians 2, for the grace are ye saved through faith. Man, it's by faith. I believe it. I wasn't there over 2,000 years ago, but by my faith, I feel it in my spirit, man, that Jesus gave up the ghost. And on the third day, he rose up with all power and all preeminence in his hand. I believe it. And that not of yourself. I, don't, I, I couldn't save myself. 
but by the grace of God and under the authority of action of Jesus Christ, it is the gift of God. It's a gift of God freely given. I didn't deserve it. I didn't work for it. But he, by his son, made a way. He created a spiritual pathway for us to be successful. Glory to God. Amen. Wasn't sure how that was going to turn out. I just had the scriptures there and trusted God. I didn't do an outline. I just went for glory to God. We are saved by amen. Grace, not by words. Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you for this word. We thank you that by his stripes and by the finished work on the cross, we have obtained salvation by grace, not by works. And so we pray the prayer of salvation over the ears and the eyes that hear this message. Someone will hear it and know that it is from God and will shout out, what must I do to be saved? And to be saved and you believe it in your spirit and in your heart, then you will save it. If I just confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that the Lord Jesus died on Calvary's cross, not only that he died, but that he was resurrected on the third day. And I am grafted and considered in. And so by faith, I believe, by faith, I receive the fullness of the finished work on the cross in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and your salvation through your son. Hallelujah. We thank you and we praise you on today for your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. Amen. Glory to God. Be blessed on today. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you from yes and amen. Glory to God. We thank you for the awesomeness of your word.